You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Welcome to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. I'm your host, Isaac Watson, and I'm so excited that you all decided to take time today to listen um, to this new podcast. Again, this is actually um, the first uh, official podcast. Uh, I did an, I did like an intro slash trailer uh, slash preview uh, of my podcast entitled uh, Let Me Explain. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, I encourage you go back. Um, but I wanted to actually take today um, to give you something to think about. I wanted to open up a topic of discussion, um, something that is uh, where I come from, at least in my sphere uh, of influence and my cultural background, um, this is a conversation uh, that comes up a lot, a conversation that a lot of people get mixed up in. And uh, some people find their identity in this topic while others lose their identity uh, from this topic. So I think it's important that we talk about it um, so we can find the middle ground, the middle ground of it and find um, what God actually says and what scriptures say about it and uh, just giving you my perspective. Today we're going to talk about uh, fathers, fathers in the church, spiritual fathers. Some would call them spiritual fathers. Uh, some would call them fathers in the gospel. Some would call them fathers in the faith. Um, is, this a, is this a thing? Is this uh, something um, that is biblical, something that's scriptural? Uh, on my social media platforms, uh, particularly Facebook, I've dealt with this topic a few times and I've just put statuses out there and I've, I've done videos and I've put uh, uh, quotes out there. Uh, and it's interesting to see the type of feedback that I get uh, from the various people, the friends and the followers uh, uh, on my Facebook page, um, because some people are on there and they're like, I don't believe in this. This isn't uh, this isn't real. Uh, you know, the Bible says, Jesus said, uh, don't call any man father. Um, so therefore, we're not supposed to call anybody father in the earth. God is the spiritual father. God is the heavenly father. He's the only father that we need. Um, that's not something that's for today. Um, and then I have other people that get on and they're like, you know, this is where I came up. Uh, this is how I came up. This is what I came up believing. Um, spiritual fathers are real. I have a spiritual father. I know other people that have spiritual fathers. And then, you know, they'll say, you know, people say my pastor, you know, is, is my spiritual father. Um, or I've had uh, people that discipled me that were uh, like fathers or spiritual fathers to me. Uh, and this is something that's real. Um, you know, so it, it, it is a real conversation. It's something that we do have to talk about. Um, because a lot of people find their identity in and through this concept of fathering, spiritual fathering, fathers in the church. Uh, is it something that has been established uh, within scripture? Is it something that's been established um, just not culturally, but something that um, that God affirms, something um, that Jesus spoke about, something that we can see in the lives of other uh, biblical figures, uh, 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 figures of faith throughout the scriptures. Uh, and uh, actually one of the most common uh, uh, figures or relationships that we typically go to when dealing with the subject matter is the relationship between, uh, um, uh, uh, what's the prophet's name, uh, Elijah and Elisha. And uh, the fact that Elisha called Elijah father uh, when he was ascending, he said, he said, father, father. 
and uh, and uh, that whole relationship. Now that get that gets into a whole nother level of conversation because then we gotta go into what it actually looks like as far as mantles are concerned, and and whether or not you can only have one spiritual father, or whether or not Elisha was the only one who could have received uh, Elijah's mantle, and all of those. So I'm gonna have to do a totally separate podcast just dealing with the conversation of mantles all together um, because that can get a little sticky as well. But just for the sake of this podcast, um, dealing with the conversation of fathers, we do see that uh, in scripture, Elisha related to Elijah and called Elijah a father. Um, we also see through um, in the New Testament, uh, we see how um, how uh, Paul uh, called Timothy his son. He would call Titus his son. When he was speaking to the church of, of, of Corinth, he would say, I am your father, for I've begotten you through the gospel. So we do see that there are certain scriptures that are used but the fact of the matter is that we do not have a lot of information on this topic we can only pull from maybe two or three relationships um, throughout uh, the bible regarding this particular topic and ironically Jesus even though we like to impose our 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 doctrine our belief systems on Jesus which is crazy Jesus never related to the 12 as his sons you won't even find it. You will not find it anywhere in the Gospels where Jesus related to them as sons. Jesus related to them as disciples. Um, they related to him as a rabbi. They related to him uh, as their teacher. Jesus, uh, he, or, he, he, he actually uh, set them apart as apostles. So they were Jesus' apostles, what we would know as the apostles of the Lamb, the apostles of Jesus. Um, but he never once identified the 12 as sons. So it's kind of interesting uh, when we when we look at that dynamic, because sometimes we would try to pull from Jesus's relationship with the 12. Uh, and and uh, as far as a model of a father dealing with sons, when actuality, we don't even see that uh, clearly written out in scripture as the dynamics of that relationship. Jesus's relationship with them was not to be a father to them. His relationship with them was to reveal the father um, to them. Um, Jesus came to reveal God as father to them. It wasn't to for them to look at Jesus as their father or as their spiritual father. Jesus literally discipled them to begin to see God the right way. Um, because the fact of the matter is that they probably didn't see him the right way. They probably saw him as a master. They probably saw him just simply as God, as the creator, uh, you know, uh, as, uh, you know, as, as Adonai, as Elohim, as, as, as a creator. Um, but they probably did not see him as a father. So Jesus came to reveal God to them as father. Um, and uh, so we got to look at who Jesus was to them. And then we got to start building from there because Jesus didn't come to them to just show them and say, hey, follow me because I'm going to be your new spiritual daddy. So I need you to follow me. I need you to carry my water. I need you to carry my cloth. So, you know, when I'm when I'm preaching to the masses on a mount, you know, uh, uh, of olives, I need you to wipe my forehead um, when I'm talking to them. I need you to, uh, you know, because 
because this is what sons do. You know, it's, it's, it's really twisted. A, a lot of the things that we kind of made up and have created within the church are not things that have ever been intended by God to be instituted. They're things that we've instituted because, quite frankly, many of us, we like to fill our ego, uh, 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 get big. We like, to, we, like, we like people to stroke our own ego, uh, but we got to get back to biblical grounding. We got to get back to new covenant grounding as far as what God has intended things to be. This conversation can get really, really sticky. It can get really, really bad, really, really quick. And uh, a lot of the times what I've seen just through my own personal uh, observation and interaction with people, with different circles, with different streams, I've seen how the whole concept of fathering can become about control more than anything else. It can get so extreme that it is ridiculous. And uh, I, I can see why people would want nothing to do with church. People would want nothing to do with serving uh, people, uh, 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 leaders, whether it be their pastor, their apostle, their senior leader, whoever it may be, because this stuff can become about ego. It can become about what can you do for me and what have you done for me lately? And we can we can forget the whole concept that Jesus came as a servant to teach us how to serve. And uh, we've made it about everything else. So I've seen it where, um, you know, uh, people, uh, uh, leaders have put a demand on people uh, to say, look, you are my son. I've seen people actually do that. They, they'll tell people, you're my son. You're my daughter. Um, therefore, I need you to follow me. I need you to stay close to me. I need you to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, and ultimately, it's posturing or or demanding a position um, of, ser- of being served and uh, forcing people into the role of service or being a servant. And I don't think God has ever intended anyone to have to be forced to serve. God never wants any of us. And, and, and we have to remember that God, uh, above all else, in his, recon, uh, in his relationship with us, uh, the plan of Jesus Christ coming to reconcile us back to God through the blood of Jesus, his whole goal was so that we can receive him and have relationship with him as a father has relationship with his sons and daughters. So I don't think that any any real, any good God, any good father would want to force anybody into a posture of relationship, force anybody into a place of service. Um, the fact of the matter is that God wills that we would desire him, that we would desire to serve him and that we would desire to serve one another. Jesus told his disciples, the new command I give you. And he said, just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. And uh, the fact of the matter is that Jesus gave us an example. He gave us a model. He gave us a blueprint um, to model ourselves after and it has never been about control. But we, my friends, me, we, my brothers and my sisters, have made this thing about control. So I want to say this. I believe in the concept of fathers in the faith. I, I personally believe in the concept of fathers in the gospel and uh, what we would call spiritual fathers. Now, some people would say, well, spiritual father, the word or the phrase spiritual father it's nowhere in the scripture. And I want to say this. You ain't got to be so dogmatic. You don't have to be so rigid um, that you take away the whole idea of what it's about. If some people call it spiritual father, 
Let them call them spiritual fathers. If some people call them fathers in the faith, the fathers in the gospel, let them call them fathers in the faith, the fathers in the gospel. We need to get beyond the uh, 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 some of the, uh, the minute uh, details and we need to look at the bigger picture. What does this role represent? That's what we need to look at. What does this role represent? It's not just about a title. It's about a function. If someone says they are a father or if you say you are a son or a daughter, what does that actually look like and what should it look like from a biblical standpoint? What should it look like from what's been modeled to us from a new covenant standpoint? And uh, I want to say this. When Jesus said, um, call no man father, you got to look at the context. I mean, you... One of the things that we're getting back to, I believe that 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 the church as a whole, especially this new generation uh, of people, uh, of churchgoers, uh, millennials, uh, uh, those who come after millennials. One of the things that we have to uh, realize is that we don't care about a lot of the uh, the foolishness. We don't really care about a lot of the traditional things. Uh, to be quite honest, we want to know what's real. We want to know what's right. We want to know. Um, um, we want to know what Jesus feels, what Jesus says, what Jesus, uh, uh, you know, what he has said about a thing and not so much what your pastor taught you about it. And so we got to get back to that. So I want to say this. When Jesus was dealing with them, we got to look at the context. Jesus was talking to people. He was talking to Jews for one. And in that context, when he said, call no man father, it's because they it's because the Jews and the Pharisees and those who were uh, rabbis and teachers in that day, they were um, they were putting themselves in positions where they were calling, uh, causing people to become solely dependent upon them. And when Jesus said, call no man father, he was literally saying, don't call any man your source because God is your source. There's only one source. There's only one father. And that is God. He's the, he's the source. People are not your source. People are resources, but people are not your source. And I'm going to say that again. God has given leaders. God has given uh, ministers. God has given uh, mentors, fathers and mothers to be resources, but not necessarily your source. God is your source and he has given resources to help you get further connected to the source. So we got to look at that. He wasn't saying don't call anybody on earth uh, father because that's the case. You can call your dad father. You can call your natural father father. Come on. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able you wouldn't be able to call if you got a godfather or godmother. You wouldn't be able to call them father or mother. You know, so we don't we don't want to get so dogmatic and so rigid that we lose the context of what Jesus was actually trying to get us to understand. No man should be your dominant source. God is your source. But people are called to be your resource uh, and resources to you to help uh, you get further connected to the source. Um, so, you know, this is something that uh, I believe that we have to understand. And to be quite honest, this conversation is so vast that I don't, you know, I'm going to actually probably have to do more, more, more of these videos. I'm going to have to do more than one of these because of the vastness of this conversation. Uh, uh, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to actually, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to break this up into probably series. I'm going to break this up into, into topics. And I may even throw in some other material uh, out there so that uh, so that you can, you all can get a full picture some some bonus material out there so you all can get a full picture um, but 
Call no man your source. We were called to be resources. Fathers, spiritual fathers, fathers in the faith, fathers in the gospel. They were called to be your resource and not your source. So listen, uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in to Church Talk with Isaac. I hope this is something that brought clarity to you. We're going to get a little bit more meaty as we get further into this topic. Again, I feel like I'm going to be led uh, to, to continue on with this conversation for a little while um, just to give you all a bigger picture. So listen, uh, do me a favor. If you're on here, if you're listening, if you enjoy so far what you are hearing and what you've heard, do me a favor and subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast, no matter where you're listening from. Subscribe to it. That way you can get notified. And it also helps to get this broadcast uh, um, um, more out there so that more people are aware of this. When you rate it and when you uh, um, subscribe to it, that helps to spread uh, this podcast and the knowledge of this podcast. So listen, until next time, I hope y'all have a great week and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.